Welcome back again to your Daily Bible Podcast as we continue our series about God's purpose for you. Today I want to read from Galatians chapter 5, verse 13 through 15. And I'm reading, as I most often do, from the New Living Translation. Verse 13. For you have been called to live in freedom, my brothers and sisters. But don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. For the whole law can be summed up in this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. But if you are always biting and devouring one another, watch out. Beware of destroying one another. Okay, let me ask you a question. Have you ever uh, gone a day or maybe a few days without eating food? Maybe imagine with me then if you went a week without eating food. How would you feel? Your, your hunger would become so overwhelming that it consumes everything. It consumes your thoughts. If I skip lunch, by the time I make it to dinner, all I can think about is eating. Now, if you saw the food that your belly most was aching for, what are the chances that when you got a hold of it, you would want to share it with somebody else or share it with some equally hungry person? Well, Paul is thinking along these lines when he warns us not to bite and devour one another. See, when we're empty spiritually, we begin to see people and things as just means or obstacles to filling up our emptiness. It's a warning for us that when we are spiritually empty, we often hurt other people who are around us. Maybe you've heard the saying, uh, hangry. You've seen it maybe in the Snickers commercials where they talk about how people, when they get hungry physically, get angry, get short in their temper with other people. Well, the same exact reality is true spiritually. When we are empty spiritually, we will look for ways to fill ourselves up, and we often look to the wrong things. And when we do that, we can begin to trample over other people. Now, Jesus sets us free from this sinful nature, from this sinful way of living, so that we don't have to be driven by our emptiness. Jesus sets us free so that we can have a relationship with God. The freedom that Jesus died to give us isn't the freedom to do whatever we want. That's a huge misconception. He didn't come to set you free so that you could live in sin. He came to set you free so that you could experience the love, the presence, and the purpose that God has for your life. You no longer have to be pulled to and fro by your sinful nature or by your uh, evil desires, but we can be led by and walk by and become slaves to righteousness. See, as we get to know our Heavenly Father, His love, His grace, His presence is what fills us up. It's what becomes our nourishment. And it's from this place of being full, fully loved, that we can realize we've been set free in order to fully love other people, to pour out the love of God out of us into the lives of others. See, but loving our neighbor as we love ourselves is about wanting the same things for your neighbor, the same experience, the same life that you want for your neighbor as the one you have for yourself. 
See, we can't just muster up that kind of selflessness. You can try and you can try and you can try and you can believe that people are generally good and that we all want to have this kind of utopian equality. But the truth is, none of that is possible outside of being yourself fully nourished, fully filled up with God's love yourself. And as you eat of it and drink of it, it begins to flow out of you into the lives of your neighbors. It's not just something you can do on your own. We have to have the presence of God, the grace of God, the love of God flowing into us so that we can have this kind of output. See, you have to realize that you are fully loved and fully known by God and fully provided for by our Heavenly Father that He wants nothing but the best for you and that He knows how to give good gifts to His kids. And as you come to a place where you realize that God, the good Father, is loving you and caring for every one of your needs, we come to a place where we can begin to see those resources that love flow out of our lives. Because the more you know God, the more you understand that you're not going to outgive Him, that you can't pour out enough love that you'll become empty, that He has the capacity to far outgive you, to far outlove you, to far, far His capacity to fill you is far greater than your capacity to pour it out. And the best way for you to receive more of what you're lacking in your life, more of God's presence, more of his grace, more of his love, is to begin to pour it out to others. Let me ask you a final question. What's your motivation for loving and serving other people? Is it about doing the right thing or is it about obeying scripture? Because those are both good motivations. But let me tell you, the most fun and free you will ever be in this life is when you begin to serve other people out of an overflow of God's love for you. Let's pray. God, I thank you for your love. I thank you that you love us so much. No matter what we do, I can never do anything that would change how much you love me. You love me as much right now as you ever will, never more, never less. And I thank you, God, that we can experience this love in a tangible way. And God, I pray that we would be a people that give this love away every single day, in every situation, in every place we go. I pray that your love will pour through us into a dry, hungry, and thirsty world, and they would experience the love of God because we were willing to let you work through us. I pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.